Hi, I'm Faith and welcome to the Proverbs 31 podcast. This is a 31-day journey through the book of Proverbs. Be prepared to grow in wisdom as we go through this journey together. I'm excited to have you on this podcast with me. So let's stay consistently committed to this. Hello and welcome back to the Proverbs 31 podcast. This is Faith and this is episode 19. I'd like to commend you for coming this far on the Proverbs 31 podcast. We're almost done and I hope that this has actually done something good for you so far, this study of Proverbs. For me, it's been a wonderful experience. It's been a wonderful journey and I really appreciate the fact that I'm able to study the scriptures like this. Okay, so let's dive right into the reading of the scriptures. This is chapter 19 and we're going to be reading from the New International Version. Verse 1. Better the poor whose walk is blameless than a fool whose lips are perverse. Desire without knowledge is not good. How much more will hasty feet miss the way? I like it particularly how the King James Version says it. It says also that the soul be without knowledge. It is not good. The second part is my focus. It says and he that hasted with his feet sin it sin is missing the mark missing the way and it says here that if you sin with your if you hasten with your feet you sin message translation also puts it very beautifully it says ignorant zeal is worthless haste makes waste king james is trying to rhyme here so if you're going to rap with this scripture you can just say haste makes waste okay all right so verse three a person's own folly leads to their ruin, yet their heart rages against the Lord. Uh, let me tell you a funny story. This scripture is not the exact scripture, but my pastor said this story one time. <laughs> the story is funny. That's why I'm even laughing. He said um, that something happened in school. I'm not going to say the exact circumstances, but something happened in school when he was in school. That's many years ago. And he went to meet his friend and said, now, wow, see what is happening now. And it was almost sounding as if, if I was not doing fellowship, because he was very involved in fellowship when he was in school, obviously. So he said, if I was not doing fellowship, this thing would probably have not happened though. Then his friend, who was also a pastor and his pastor as well, opened the scripture for him and read the scripture. And the scripture sounded something like this. As a matter of fact, that is the scripture, but we're going to see it in the scriptures when we continue reading. I don't remember where exactly it is right now, but when we see it, we're going to notice it. But it sounds like this. That's why I'm saying the story. It says, a person's own folly leads to their ruin, yet the heart rages against the Lord. When he came to meet his friend, who was also his pastor, his friend opened the scripture for him and said, a man uses his own hand to spoil his own chances and then blames it on God. <laughs> That's why I laughed. Actually, but have you noticed that while reading the scriptures, especially while reading the book of Proverbs, you see one thing in one place and then you see almost exactly the same thing. It's just that he uses another word to say it. Or, sorry, he uses another pattern to say it's not exactly the same. He just says it in a different light. So this actually looks like or sounds like that scripture I just quoted. I think it's somewhere in 24 or so. And a man uses his own hands to spoil his chances and then blames it on God. So that came to my mind when I read that. Verse 4. 
Wealth attracts many friends, but even the closest friend of the poor person deserts them. Yeah, we can see that this is very true in life. And um, I was going through my Twitter page a few days ago and something that was said was, um, <laughs> in this life, the people that say money is not everything, they are lying. And yes, I understand where the person was coming from because, I mean... When the Bible says money answers all things, it's true. It's actually true. And in the sense of money is everything, actually money is not everything. But see, money, <laughs> having wealth actually gives you a certain level of, um, or in quote, commands a certain level of respect. And you can see here, it says to us that even the closest friend of a poor man deserts him. So the thing here is that money actually brings you friends but, or wealth. Um, brings you friends but you have to be wise in or brings people around you let me put it that way let me even see what it says in another translation it says wealth attracts friends as honey draws flies but poor people are avoided like a plague <laughs> oh, wow poor people are avoided like a plague Hi. god has called us into the world god called us into the earth to be prosperous we are not to live like mean men right we are called to rule and reign in this life and prosperity is ours as christians as children of god we're not born again to look beggarly or to always beg or to beg for things you see it's not even a coincidence when the bible says david speaking he says since i was born and now i'm old I've never seen the righteous man forsaken or his seed beg for bread. So the thing is, your wealth as a Christian, one of the things that makes it show is the fact that you don't beg. Like, things are sorted out for you. I know there's something that happens to me, I've noticed. I have a need, for example, and I'm trying to think about it, that God, I need this. And so I used to do this before. I will meet somebody and I'll say, Please, I need this. So can you help me out with this? Also known as borrowing. Okay. So before you think, it's not a spiritual. I'm not um, being spiritual about it. Or the way I'm making it sound, it sounds like it's spiritual, but it's not. I'm going to actually ask somebody to say, I have a need, right? And I'm going to ask somebody to say, please, oh, I need this, that, and the other. Now, something interesting always happens to me. It's that when I get what I have borrowed from somebody maybe i have gotten money from somebody the next thing that happens is somehow there's just a provision for me and god just sends somebody or something some way there's provision for that particular thing that i am looking for it might be help for a particular project and i can just sit down and after asking for help from somebody then i sit down and then the holy spirit just whispers the answer to what I'm looking for in my ear. And it happened to me, I wasn't conscious of it, that every time I go and I ask for help from some other source other than the Holy Spirit, I wasn't conscious of it at first, that shortly after the answer is made available for me, the Holy Spirit makes that answer available for me. Then I started to realize that, look, it's because I'm not asking God first. It's because I am thinking first of mortal help before I ask God. And God has shown to me time and time again that his help is available for me. In my weakness, he has made me, he has given me his strength. And in my weakness, and when I started to be conscious of it, that look, this is actually what God is trying to do to me or teach me. I just stopped. 
it, the whole thing just stopped. Like, I just couldn't imagine the fact that I have a need, whether it's a financial need, whether it's a wisdom need, and I'm not asking God first. So that was like a lesson process for me. And it just became so very exciting for me, always looking out for the help of God. And so, like I was saying, we have we have been blessed with all spiritual blessings in Christ Jesus. Um, prosperity is not a new thing for us. See, um, the thing is, we as Christians, God has made available wealth for us. We just need to open our eyes, open the eyes of our spirit, and see in God's word what has been made available. Because the thing is, what you don't know, the thing is that what you don't know, you cannot realize that you have and so um if somebody keeps saying if somebody is the son of a wealthy man that has given him um an inheritance then the person keeps crying oh god oh god i don't have money how will i have money now and every day the person keeps crying to their father daddy i don't have money i don't even know what i'm going to eat today and that's as a result of ignorance and ignorance is not even an excuse in this kingdom of God that we are in. So you have to go and search the scriptures for yourself. Look at what God says about you, what he has given you, what he has handed to you, and see, you know, what you have. And operate in the prosperity that you have been given. Verse 5, a false witness will not go unpunished, and whoever pours out lies will not go free. Many curry favor with a ruler that means many seek favor with a rich man because a rich man is also a ruler those are terms that are used interchangeably in the scriptures many curry favor with a ruler and everyone is the friend of one who gives gifts so if you want to be a friend of people give gifts it's as simple as that the poor are shunned by all their relatives, how much more do their friends avoid them? Though the poor pursue them with pleading, they are nowhere to be found. The one who gets wisdom loves life. The one who cherishes understanding will soon prosper. A false witness will not go unpunished, and whoever pours out lies will perish. This is the second time in this chapter that this particular thing is mentioned. So, Take note. Verse 10. It is not fitting for a fool to live in luxury. How much worse for a slave to rule over princes. A person's wisdom yields patience. It is to one's glory to overlook an offense. A king's rage is like the roar of a lion, but his favor is like dew on the grass. A foolish child is a father's ruin, and a quarrelsome wife is like the constant dripping of a leaky roof. Wow, nagging. Chai, go do. <laughs> ah, ah. Some kind of expressions, eh? Nawa. When you say nawa, it means like, I don't know how to explain nawa, man. But a foolish child is a father's ruin, and a quarrelsome wife. See, this is the man's problem now. Chai. And a quarrelsome wife is like the constant dripping of a leaky roof. You know when a roof is leaking and it just keeps dripping top, top, top inside the bucket. Maybe put a bucket under. Hi. Can you imagine comparing a roof that is leaking to a woman that is quarreling every time? Okay. 14. Houses and wealth are inherited from parents, but a prudent wife is from the Lord. Laziness brings on deep sleep and the shiftless go hungry. 
Whoever keeps commandments keeps their life, but whoever shows contempt for their ways will die. Whoever is kind to the poor lends to the Lord, and he will reward them for what they have done. Discipline your children, for in that there is hope. Do not be a willing party to their death. Okay, I don't know what to say, but I really want to say some things. It says, discipline your children, for in that there is hope. Do not be a willing party to their death. So when you don't discipline, you are leading a child to death, actually. A word is enough for the wise. Verse 19, a hot-tempered person must pay the penalty. Rescue them and you will have to do it again. Okay, so when somebody is losing their temper all the time, and you come in and you just swoop in, save the day, leave them alone. That's what the Bible is saying. Let them see the consequences of their action. Because if you don't leave them to see the consequences of their action, they are going to do it again. They are going to lose temper again. And they will not learn. I told you a story in previous episodes that I learned my lessons very hard. I saw the consequences of my actions and I learned the lesson. Nobody told me. I just learned it by myself. Okay, moving on. Verse 20. Listen to advice and accept discipline. And at the end, you will be counted among the wise. Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purposes that prevail. What a person desires is unfailing love. Better to be poor than a liar. The fear of the Lord leads to life. Then one rests content, untouched by trouble. Let me quickly see this in another translation. It says, fear of God is life itself. A full life and serene. No nasty surprises. I remember one time when Pastor preached this message one time and it was all about no nasty surprises. I loved this particular one because when you fear God, it's almost as if you can predict your life. When you live according to the commands of God, it's almost as if you can predict your life. Nothing surprises you. Nothing um, gets to you in that sense, you know. Um, so, yeah, that's the message translation of it. A sluggard buries his hand in the dish. He will not even bring it back to his mouth. That's how lazy a person can be. You are eating. You are just so lazy and you cannot even put the food in your mouth. Flog a mocker and the simple will learn prudence. Rebuke the discerning and they will gain knowledge. Whoever robs their father and drives out their mother is a child who brings shame and disgrace. Stop listening to instruction, my son, and you will stay away from the words of knowledge. A corrupt witness mocks at justice, and the mouth of the wicked gulps down evil. Penalties are prepared for mockers and beatings for the back of fools. Quite a lot to learn from here. And in the midst of it all, I hope you have learned something but for me the highlight for me would be verse 23 it says the fear of the lord leads to life then one rests content untouched by trouble and it is so so beautiful in the message translation it says fear of god is life itself a full life and serene no nasty surprises and like i said when you fear god when you put god first you are not surprised by life even if you are in a situation that doesn't seem too good at that point you are not surprised nothing is taking you aback in that sense okay and that's a very very wonderful thing well i hope you have seen a couple of things that you can 
learn from in Proverbs chapter 19, we are reading and getting so intense into the beauty of the scriptures. I want to encourage you not to forfeit this journey that you have started. It may have looked very exciting in the beginning and you just felt like you could go the whole nine yards. But now it might be looking like as if <laughs> you might want to stop. But yeah, you shouldn't. You should keep going, keep doing what you do. And I see God helping you to grow and increase in wisdom and knowledge as you continue to read the word of God. Thank you so much for listening to episode 19 of the Proverbs 31 podcast. Until I come your way in the next episode, keep learning, keep growing, and keep increasing in knowledge. My name is Faith, your host, and God bless you.